Hello? Are you raving it up? Are you having a rave on your bench? <laughs> hey, hello, mate. It says Nick and Paul connected. Yeah, it's because I'm using Discover DLP. Yay! Oh, mate. Do you know what? I've like... got about five accounts. Yeah, and I've got about 12. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting bellends. I've had... I haven't had a bad day, but you know what I mean? I've had a long day. Work. Work, 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 work. And I just thought... Shabba. I've cut Shabba. I've just come into the house. None of my babes are in the house. All my girls are out. I didn't even have any keys. We've got that fucking gale force bastard storm blowing across from Ireland. So right. it's just blew me home. I had shorts on. I'm saturated. No keys. Because my girls never go out on a Saturday. Uh, I say. Do you know what I mean? And so I had to knock at Marlene's next door because she's got our keys. And um, so any strangers, don't knock at Marlene's because she'll cut you up. And um, I just thought, I, I come in, I've had a shower. I've got my glass off uh, Carla, my sister-in-law, a Liverpool glass with all Liverpool landmarks in. And I'm having a whiskey for the first time in six weeks. And I just thought, I just want to talk to someone because... It's a lonely life being a train driver. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. I can, I can understand that. I can understand that. So, yeah. I've just put it out in the group, and you know me, I'm an impulsive, impatient creature. Yep, you sure are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it out there. Four minutes later, no one come knocking, so I fucked them all off. You know what I'm like. So, what's the show title? Saturday Night Bastards. <laughs> That's what this episode's called. Saturday Night, Night Bastards. Yeah. So, it's Saturday Night Bastards. It's only a, it's only a short 10 minutes, 10 minute, 15 minute episode. Just just chatting shit with Nick. Yeah, well, I'm just uh, at the moment, I'm cooking some dinner for my son. Um, oh, God, come on. What does he have? What? He's asleep. Um, oh, bless him. He, uh, so this is this is an interesting one because obviously he's autistic, which means he doesn't eat very much. Yeah, yeah. Boiled now, chicken or burned chicken. That's Jack. That, that's someone yeah. I know. No, yeah. he won't even do that. Um, so he's one his chicken nuggets. He loves chicken nuggets. Yeah. And dinner is usually chicken nuggets and some uh, little waffles. Now, again, this goes back to the autism thing. So um, as start, other supermarkets are available, used to do... Not a, if you're autistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, they used to do a carrot and... Um, I want to say sweet potato mini waffle. So you're getting one of those five a day in. Well, ish. I mean, ish. not not officially, but nine percent something. Yeah. So, um, so he would have those nuggets. Well, they've discontinued them. No. So we're trying. We're struggling with replacements. Oh so god. Originally, I went out and bought normal. And this waffles. this music in the background is fitting. Yes. Uh, and and what I did is I I bought normal potato waffles. Yeah. Um, just own brand ones and you know, come to the same kind of size, but he wasn't really feeling them. Then I got some bird's eye mini potato waffles yeah. and he didn't want to touch them, but after a few days of him having them, he eventually started eating them, so that was good. So um, does he does he pick it up, sniff it, lick no, it? No, no, he he'll put it up he, sometimes he'll just feel it, other times he'll put it up to his mouth. Yeah. And it'll either go in or it goes back on the plate or so, to the dog. So the person I know, he picks it up, he sniffs it, he licks it, and if he's not feeling it, it goes back on the plate. So one example is vanilla ice cream shop. We're in the shop, we're in the cafe. He looks at the menu. I'm going to try strawberry ice cream. Okay, £5. £5 for strawberry ice cream. Jesus, where where are you getting that from? This is the Highlands of Scotland on holiday in February. And um, shocking prices. Well, it, it, it's a cafe. It's cafe prices. It was a beautiful. It was a beautiful bowl of ice cream with all waffles, wafers, and all that shit on. All right. And uh, so it, it comes out, sniffs it, licks it, and it's strawberry ice cream. It's one of those beautiful things you'll ever put in your mouth. Well, I disagree, but well, you know what I mean. Yeah. And because he sniffed and he licked and he didn't like, and there was nothing you could say or do that will make that go in his gob. No. Not, I know. That, that's so, it. how are you coping? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I said so. So, because we've not like so, he started eating the mini waffles, 
then um, f- frankly, they just became too expensive. So I, I st- <laughs> <laughs> they were like one pound one week, and then they were like two pounds twenty five the next week. Oh, do you know what we did? Quavers eat quavers. Okay, right. Eat, so we eat some crisps actually. So we went to Aldi and we bought Aldi's own brand quavers. Yeah, and, and as a, as a science experiment, we took them out of the packet and put them in a quavers packet, and he would not eat them. That burnt my shit out. That burnt my head out. It's quite, it's quite funny, right? Because, like you say that, because um, a few, probably about, probably about a year ago now, we went to um, see my brother and sister-in-law. My brother, and my brother, my sister-in-law. She, um, she's a vegetarian. She's been a vegetarian longer than I have, um, and uh, she's brought up her kids as being vegetarians as well. God love so um, my, so we went there for lunch. And she said, I think we was getting burgers or something from like a, a local burger place. Oh, I love this song. Absolutely and love The Boys of Summer. This um, is a playlist on Apple Music called um, My Youth, I think it's called. And it's just songs that I remember that trigger from the youth and I just put them in the playlist. Very good. And, and it, it will quite often make me cry. Yeah, I can understand that. Music so, brings back memories, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, carry on. Yeah, so uh, anyway, so she said, oh, should I, like, I said, I can't remember if we got burgers, we got something else, but, you know, whatever. She said, should I do the kids some nuggets? And Lindsay was like, yeah, 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 go and do some nuggets. Now, I noticed that she had corn nuggets, obviously, oh, no. understandably. Yeah. So I, I thought, well, well let, this will be an interesting experiment. But um, he got the plate in front of him, saw the nuggets, picked the nuggets up, ate the nuggets, no problem. They, they will amaze you. And, well, and I, I will say, God. I will say, like what what I will say about um, about corn nuggets is that uh, they do feel and taste quite like chicken nugget. Oh, I, we, so, we eat corn nuggets all the time. Yeah, yeah but now, the, I think because they were that realistic, I don't. Th- I think that's why he didn't flinch. Now, yesterday at the school run. Uh, our Grace only has chocolate on a Friday on the school run, picking yeah. her up. She doesn't have it anymore all week. But Jack, uh, well, the person I know has it all the time. Yeah. Um, so I was picking them up. So I took him um, a Freddo. Yeah. He eats Freddos, which is Cadbury's chocolate. And Cadbury's chocolate is whispers, crunchies, Buttons, uh, dairy milk, yeah. buttons, everything. Uh, this Freddo was a caramel Freddo. Yeah. And he sniffed it, he licked it, he bit into it. He seen the he seen the wrapper at first, he clocked it, he seen the wrapper, he bit into it, and I went, Jack, you know you're gonna like it. Just go with it. Just go with it. Oh, I've just said it again. Just go with it. And he went with it. And he ate and it was like I had put a dog shit in his hand and he didn't <laughs> want to let me down. Yep. And he ate that Freddo. Every last bit of it. And I said, wait till I tell your mum. She will be so proud. And he went, I eat caramel all the time in Mars bars. Well, <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> I was just like, right, okay, Dad. Yeah, he kind, of, he kind of got you there. Yeah, um, thanks for that. But if you were to have said to him to do that, and caramel is in Mars bars, so you like he he will eat what what was it he wouldn't eat the other week? Oh um galaxy he likes galaxy bars, but he won't eat ripples because they're a different shape. Christopher Ripples. Yeah, Christopher Oh, I love Christopher Ripples. Yeah. He's like a rare fine cheese now. You have to save for every mouthful you get of ripples. Uh, he's like rocking all shit. Yeah. Never find him. Do you know what? I love that man. Oh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I would I would have him on every podcast if I could. Let's talk about everybody in the After Dark Podcast Network. Um, just before we do, I was going <laughs> to say, I, I want to I wanna just pick up on a few things uh, that like. happened today. So the first one, I want to point out some excellent customer service I've got, right? Oh, go on. So I, um, it will all come out in the wash. Okay. So I, um, right, Spider-Man, you've seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, haven't you? Stunning. Yep. Bought it. Walked out. Did a creek. Did yeah. the Craig thing. Craig special. Cinema, yeah. So I did, except I don't buy digital. I buy physical. And in the I UK, for whatever reason, 
Um, they are not selling the 3D Blu-ray. No. The 3D Blu-ray is only available so far in Germany, Italy. It's coming out in France. Oh. Uh, came out in Mexico. Came out in <laughs> India. Came out in um, both Australia and New Zealand. So I had a quick butchers around on Amazon. It's very easy to buy stuff um, imported on uh, from Amazon from one of their um, localized websites if you've got an Amazon account. So uh, $16.99 was the price in euros for a German copy of Spider-Man. It's actually called a new universe in Germany for some reason, but it's Spider-Man, uh, you know, in 3D. So, How would Adolf Hitler say that? Uh, uh, with a slight Austrian accent. Um, so, so uh, it came out last Thursday in Germany. Very excited to get my copy. Um, some people got their copies a little bit before mine, and um, even though it's got an English audio track as one of the yeah. options available, which it has, um, for, for some reason the German release, but not the Italian release, does not change the language in the speech bubbles oh. during the film. And I was like, Deutsch, no. Yeah, and I was like, oh god. So I was like, that's, that's really annoying. Now, I know other countries don't have this problem. So, so uh, people on the forum where I found out about it originally were like, oh, I'm just cancelling my copy. So, so just dead quick. Yeah. You got, right, see if you can name this tune. But just dead quick, what, it, what has killed off the 3D market in Great Britain to such an extent that it's not released here? It's... It is in Germany and all the other... Australia, for God's sake. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in Germany, 3D sales apparently are still very, very popular. And a lot of uh, 3D cinema releases still get home video releases. But there's certain companies like uh, Paramount. Um, Paramount have not released a 3D Blu-ray in about three years. So films like uh, Bumblebee, The Last Transformers film before that one, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, um, they have not had... 3D physical releases anywhere in the world, but they have had some digital 3D releases in certain countries that have like a so rental you, model. So you can't, there is a, a digital 3D market. Does iTunes sell digital 3D? No, and I think, I'm not, if I'm honest, I think that's one of the reasons why, uh, which kind of helped kill it as well in a lot of places, is because if I could buy a 3D digital copy, I would have done. Because I don't think you can buy a 3D telly now. Um, I think some high-end models still have it as a feature, but it's not uh, one of the. It's not one of the ones they lead with. Like you know, when 3D TVs first came out, that was the the main feature. It I got 3D. told. I got told the component for 3D is a cost about one pound fifty to put into a television. Yeah, it's it's all it's all like whether or not they can. You know, it takes the room of something else which will sell more tellies. Um, no, 3D was a thing six, seven years ago. Now it's uh, 4K. Uh, next year it'll probably be 8K. Um, you know, it's, 8K? It, all that Imagine nonsense. 8K porn. You'll be able to taste the spam. I hope not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Again. So carry on with your customer service yeah. story. So, so, uh, so I contacted Amazon. You know, you, you can't really speak to Amazon, but if you want to return an item, you've got to do like drop down. So um, it had been dispatched. It already been dispatched, but I just selected um, like no longer want this item, and they said, "Okay, we'll send you." Uh, I was getting this all translated. It said it was going to uh, send me an email with the um, you know the the label to print out so I could send it back. Anyway, I didn't get the email. Logged back into my Amazon Germany account and uh, clicked on you know like messages and everything like that, and they just um, I just got an automated message said. Um, we've refunded you the money. Don't worry about sending it back. Oh, isn't that lovely? So it's it arrived today. Um, I'm just going to stick it on on eBay uh, and sell it. There's no point in me having it. I'd, I'd already ordered one because of hearing this. I'd actually ordered one from New Zealand, which actually um, you can claim the tax back that they add on for some strange reason. They refund that to you. And um, so it ended up costing me a little bit less than it did from Germany in the first place. And it's all English, so... So yeah. no wonder Mother Earth is dying. Yeah, you're get you're getting a Spider-Man Blu-ray in 3D delivered mm. from New Zealand. It's it's not coming from New Zealand, surely to God. Yeah, the, well, the, the, yeah. The, the... Amazon can't have a way. Oh New no, Zealand. it's not. It's no, no. Um, Amazon, I don't think have. Well, I think I, I think they do have Amazon over there, but no, I had to use a company in New Zealand 
that's that like best bonkers. buy in New Zealand or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I think they're, they're curious as to where these like 50 or so people that I know of that have just randomly bought copies of this film to be dispatched to various parts of the world are coming from. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all... It's all very strange, but yeah, I just the thing is, like you know, I was obviously more than happy to send it back and and pay the postage. At the end of the day, it's not Amazon's fault that the film, um, you know, has that uh, error on it. C- can you um, hear the song? Is it Turtle Power? Oh, I can hear, hear a little bit of it in the background. I was like, I think that's Turtle Power. I, I had this time. on picture disc. I I had that seven inch on it. Yeah, yeah, I had that. I never played it though, because by the time I bought it, we didn't have a record player. <laughs> so I've just got a completely mint copy of that record. Nicholas, I'm loving it. Oh, mate, it's, mate it's, it's, it's when I was growing up, man. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's obviously different for you because we're 10 years apart. So at the time I'm listening to this music, I'm listening to it on top of the pops. This You're, is 93. Uh, so... 90, 92, yeah, in that late 92, 93, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just starting out on my career on the railway, yeah. And one of the lads on my course to learn how to sell tickets in booking offices for regional railways northwest, as we were called back then, was a, na- a lad called Gordon. It was probably still a virgin now because Gordons are morons, as we all know. It's very true. And uh, he had this, I always remember this, he had this album. The two unlimited album. Oh my on, god! On tape. Was it? Wasn't it called like No Limits as well, or something? Well, it I'm might sure have been. it was named after a song. And I swear to God, I don't think you could shag in rhythm to this. Um, no, you'd you'd probably have a heart attack. To be fair. Yeah. Oh, is that the little fella? Yeah, I'm trying to wake him up. He's having, oh. he, he got up at four o'clock this morning, oh, so him. I knew he was gonna have a little sleep in the afternoon, which means. Uh, Getting to bed tonight will be a bit of a, a nightmare. So, um, what's his routine tonight then? What's his typical routine? His typical routine is um, he, he has medication to help him relax to get to sleep. Yeah. So, he has that about quarter past eight. Yeah. And then um, he will fall asleep normally about 15 minutes to half an hour after he's had the tablets. Um, and then he'll probably get up around about half past ten to get into bed with. He would normally get into bed with my wife. Um, my wife. She, my wife. She, Your wife. She is. Um, she, uh, her and my daughter are going to some flower thing tomorrow, so they're staying. Uh, <laughs> a flower thing. Yeah, it's like a nursery or something. Look at um, the flowers. Yeah. So they they're um, so they've gone to my mother-in-law's tonight. And it's just uh, <laughs> it's just me and my son tonight. Um, oh, boys so, in the hood. Yeah. So we, we're supposed to be going to the local Sea Life Centre tomorrow because they have penguins and he he will watch penguins for hours if he I've, could. I've oh, you saw the video, haven't you? Is it on Facebook? Your used to, um, yeah, yeah, profile. Yeah. Used to be makes a profile me, picture. Yeah. Your your profile makes me cry, mate. Yeah, I've heard, a lot of it people have said my profile has made them cry as well, normally because well, well, what's on it. No, you're perm. <laughs> my perm, yeah, 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 sorry. That's right, my perm. Um, so, yeah, we're supposed to be doing that tomorrow. I had a very, my first kind of real uh, breakdown as a parent to an autistic child happened about this time last year when a similar incident occurred. And I decided it'd be a really good idea to take him to this, uh, this aquarium. Yeah. Now, the problem was... Um, and my wife had, had kind of tried to warm me my off a little bit. My wife. She tried to warm me off a little bit because she was worried about how he would just be with me um, because I'm like third, almost fourth in the chain of command of people he wants to be with. And uh, But I thought, you know, he'll get there and he'll really enjoy it. And uh, he, he, he's, he was just breaking his heart the whole time. And I just felt like I was an absolute failure as a parent. And so I couldn't do anything. Ju- People are looking at you. People are judging you. People are making uh, the joining up their own dots. Yeah, and I get very, um, uh, yeah, that that really bothers me. Like even taking the kids to McDonald's, which they, well, I don't have very often. They have it as like a treat, but there'll be some Saturdays where we go into town, and I'll just say, like you know, while we're here, kids, do you want to um, have have some McDonald's rather than go home and have lunch? 
Why, darlings, why are you here, kids? <laughs> Do you want a little fucking chicken nugget and a filly of fish for my wife? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a filly of fish, man. But, um, yeah, and I, I, I used to get really conscious because I, I just, even though I don't think people necessarily were, I used to feel like people were just like looking yeah. and judging. And they're probably not. But yeah, but in, if you if you've got that in your heads, then, yeah, yeah, it's very you know, hard to shake that. Yeah, so I, I get I do get very um, conscious of that, and yeah, unless I walk around with a massive sign that says like "My son's a non-verbal autistic child," my then son's a non-verbal autistic child. I, that's too too I, big for the t-shirt. You know what? I don't think that's gonna I don't think that catchphrase is gonna take off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I you do, never I know. Do, the I, autistic community might bite our hand off. Touche, touche. Um, it's probably, actually they won't because it's the wrong texture but um, do you know what I mean like it's, it's so I, I get quite conscious but I said uh, and I said to when she said she was doing this I said I oh, will I might take Lincoln to the Sea Life Centre and she said are you, sure, are you really sure about that and I went yeah I said because the thing is now I know what happened last time I didn't I, I had a different expectation when I took him last year I didn't know what was going to happen now I do so if we go back, then I'm prepared that that might happen and I know what to do in that situation. Last year, it just stressed me out. But it depends on what the weather's going to be like. It depends on whether we're going to go or not. So, we, we well, you know, we had instances in, in Walt Disney World a couple of years ago with, um, with the person I know. Yeah. And um, it was the Animal Kingdom day, 18-hour day. Ugh. Day for rope drop. Therefore, the light of fucking river of fantastic or whatever it's fucking called. Yeah, and he lost it, and he was exhausted. And yeah, it's a learning, you know, it, because it do, it doesn't just affect the immediate family; it affects the, everybody because you've got to learn how to navigate to sail them through their life with the most minimal of stress. Yeah. And he should have gone home two hours ago. Do you know what I mean? And and it's heartbreaking to watch. Yeah. And watch watch people judging, but also watching people within the family network who don't understand the situation and are shouting at them as if they're being naughty. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very hard. Um, and I, I think one of the the, the things that's that's good that's you know, kind of become more and more of a thing in, in recent years is because people have become more aware about it or there's more understanding of it is that a lot of people, we, I mean, don't get me wrong, like not, we didn't know really what to do in certain situations and, and this, that and the other, but um, I think there's a lot more information and, and help out there now that lets you share that with people so that everyone knows that they're, you know, what the situation is and what can happen and how to try and deal with it. And and that was be perfect, but it helps. Yeah. And if people are understanding, then, yeah, it just makes life that bit easier, doesn't it? Every situation's different. Every child is different. And every day of the week is different. So yeah. the child might not react the same. Da, 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 da. Oh, this song makes me... Oh, this is one of the ones. Which one is it? Hang on. Hang on. The Hole of the Moon, man. Oh, is this um, the Walter boys? Yeah. Yeah. So this is me, 18. All my, all my friends from school that have near 18 at all the like the railway clubs around around the Walton area of Liverpool. And, oh, just on the dance floor. If James, oh, sit down, comes on next. Oh, I'll be in bits, mate. <laughs> I'll be in bits. Um, I don't want to talk about any movies. I'm going to see Endgame tomorrow. But is there anything else you've seen? Um, so I'm just in a bit of waffle. Um, so are you eating the waffle to show him that it's all right to eat? Uh, yeah, let's say that. Let's, that's, a, that's a good idea. Let's, let's say that's the reason. <laughs> um, oh, you're that hungry I seen, bastard. What have I seen recently? Um... I don't think I have actually. Just, just. Oh well, I watched. Um, I watched Infinity War again. Yeah, that was probably the last film I watched at home. We Infinity watched that War. last night. Good, it's good. Such a bit of prep. A, such a good. We're watching Captain Marvel tonight when, when my girls finally get home. Nice. Um, um, no, we're not because it's not readily available. 
Oh, you, I thought you was going to the cinema to see it. I thought that's what you meant. We were just going to go oh, and see Captain Marvel. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm getting driven because I'm uh, full of whiskey. Yeah, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and then two o'clock tomorrow afternoon, end game, and I've seen limited reviews of like hashtag it's amazing and stuff like that, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think if you can try and go another, you know, however many hours you've got left of seeing it before you do without getting any more spoilers, then you've done a good job. Um, I've seen a few spoilers out there. I mean, I had a lot of words muted on things like Twitter, for example, um, just because I didn't want things spoiled for me. Um, but um, I have seen I have seen some spoilers out there. Um, but you'll enjoy it, whatever. Even if you do hear one or two things, um, because there's no, a lot I've, to take in the film. So I've done so well because I've just scrolled through everything. And do you know what, though? The people I'm friends with on Facebook and all the people I follow on Twitter have been so good as well. Yeah. I'm not ruined it for other people. Yeah, and that's, and that's it. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't think... I, I, I don't understand this thing. Like, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I know people that do. And last yeah. year, at the end of the, the last season, um, the, the, the last episode got released, or got leaked about a day early. Um, and people, you, you could download like a full HD copy. And I knew what happened in that last episode. Even though I don't watch Game of Thrones, I knew enough about it to understand the context and whatever. But I didn't, I didn't, didn't go on social media and go, oh, don't worry about watching uh, Game of Thrones. This is what happens in it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. people are building themselves up to this level of excitement for something. And I think it's really awful that people feel the need to to spoil it like I was really glad that I could podcast about Endgame last night because I wanted to talk about it more openly um, and this, you know I'm doing the same thing tonight with uh, Y2 and um, uh, Paul and Theo I think are going to come on and Simon Isbell's going to come on oh um, can't wait to hear that so yeah I think because Y2 wanted you he was desperate for you to come on and I went Craig ain't seen it till Sunday, and he's like, just get him on anyway. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, just, just dry bum him. Well, I, I told him, I told him anyway, because he was quite, uh, he, he was quite shocked that I'd already talked, I'd already done an Endgame episode with someone else, and he was like, I can't believe you've done an episode without me. And I was like, mate, I'm sorry, I've got a schedule to uphold. Look, I hey, but... look, why too, right? This is a, a plea to you. He won't, he won't listen to this. You're a fucking talent, why too? <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, right, Y2? You are loved, and your opinions are loved, and everything you say is loved. You are one of the funniest, most beautiful people I know, and I don't fucking know you. You could be a fucking nonce for all I know, but you're not. But your podcast could be so much more. Get off your fucking arse. It could, could could be just something. Just anything. Just him talking. Would entertain me, you know. Oh, fucking what a tune! Um, just on the after dark podcast network, we've we've reached out to people and listeners. You know, it fucks my brain over that Simon Isbell two years ago was bumping into us outside the Bill and Ted farewell tour, and now he's got a podcast on our network. Yeah, yeah. You know that Ben is a little angry Twitter warrior and now he has got his own podcast on the network. Yep. Um, just stuff like that because, uh, I mean, I, I talked briefly to, to Paul um, yesterday from um, Breaking Bollocks and Better Call Paul. Yep. And these, these people, I, I see podcasting as a piece of art, as artwork, as a an expression of who you are and, and whatever. Yeah. It's just so amazing that these people have chosen to join our network and be a part of something. We've got over 20 podcasts in our network. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, the thing is, yeah, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not a, a podcast network in the sense that there are podcast networks, but I think ours is a lot more organic and real. We are um, a community, yeah, who have got each other's backs. 
Yeah. We're trying to come at this from a place of peace and love, as our Ringo would say, our Lord and Master. Peace and love. Do you know what I mean? We're trying to not be aggressive. We're trying to not be nasty. We're just trying to be loving and looking after each other. Because that's all you've got, basically. You know what I mean? Because we're not multi-millionaires. We haven't got multi-millionaire advertising deals or anything like that. We're just a bunch of bellends who are punching above our weight. Another thing that annoys me, right? So um, one of my friends for a long time so we had text last week to say um, to recommend a podcast to me about wrestling, um, which which features like somebody who was very involved in wrestling about twenty years ago, and then kind of Hulk going Hogan? back through. Oh um, yeah, no, but about that era of wrestling and like oh, his, no. his right hand man. Um, but he he said to me like you know I I, I was listening to this and I, I thought of you because you know we were watching this together and all this. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll go and give it a listen. It's one of those podcasts that the subject's interested me, but I never got around to listening to it. Now, this is somebody who is uh, a well-known figure, um, you, you know, a lot of, not outside of wrestling so much, but a lot of people will know who he is. And he's got this podcast on a podcast, an American podcast network, which yeah. is a big one. It has big sponsors and everything like that. And it's a, uh, a guy hosting it and... Um, although the podcast is about this other person, he's almost like a guest in a way every week. Um, yeah. But regardless of that, the person um, hosting it is like me on Disaster Dark. You know, he's got his microphone there and it's recording his source first because he's the one that's recording it. And the, 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 the famous guy, the, the, the person that everyone's tuning to listen to, is on the other end of the blower and sounds like shit. And I'm thinking, this podcast must get hundreds of thousands of downloads a week yeah right they make good money on patreon and it sounds bloody awful and yet i really put despite my singing oh, boom 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 shake the room <laughs> despite my singing i do really try and put a lot of effort into the podcast do you know what right one of the most and i, I genuinely I'm, I'm pissed now nick i'm talking from the heart <laughs> your singing Bring such a smile to my face. And I know you're saying you've retired it. I don't want you to retire it. I want you to do star checking across the universe. <laughs> and these fucking little millennial pricks won't even have heard of that. You don't even know that it came out in 1987. It's very true. And it was on now 10 or 11. You don't care. But shit like that, right, makes me so happy. I did, you know, the thing is, as you know, I did it originally as a laugh and it, it became a bigger and bigger joke and I've run along with it and it is what it is. And, it, you know, some people take it in the intention of it just being a joke. Other people take great offence to... I don't think anyone takes offence. Wow. I think you're misreading the situation because Maybe. the written word, the, the written word uh, can be misinterpreted. Yeah. Because there's no emotion. True. There's no emotion. Yeah. Every and people tongue in cheek are saying, Fucking hell, Nick, you're doing me head in, but I don't think you you can do anyone's head in. Well, I mean, the thing is, anyway, it's a cheesy 30 40 seconds per episode, but oh, it's beautiful. What, but, but the fact is, it's I mean, art. Well, the thing is, you know, um, you know, I, I spend time doing jingles, yeah. I spend time doing intro music, I spend time, you know, trying to edit and, and cut together. And when you hear, um, the, the pop after dark I recorded last night with Ben. I, my, my daughter started crying during the recording and I had to go upstairs and see to her. Oh, you didn't have to Canada, did you? No. Okay. Um, but while I'm away doing that, I was going to pause it, but I, I thought, no, I'll just let it run. I'll just set it out later. And Ben is talking. I know Benny's talking like <laughs> nonsense, right? Um, and I come back and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to edit that. He's like, oh, no, no. I, didn't, I wasn't saying anything. I'd have to edit it. And I was like, yeah, I know what you're like. I know what you've been doing. So when I listened back to the episode, I knew I knew when I'd left the record and when I came back. So I put it into Gary's band to start editing, listened to what he said and was like, okay, that needs to come out of the episode, but I'm not going to take it out of the episode completely. So what I did was I, I chopped it out and then I've added it on as a bonus at the end. So you've actually edited Fuck Off? I know. I, I edited a few bits actually as well because he went on the rant about... Um, the, the climate change protesters as oh. it, 
been um, one of the things that he'd done on, on one of his episodes. There's and, nothing more fucking annoying than a disabled person just going on about shit. So I... <laughs> so I... And, again, and, he, like, and he'll be laughing. A, we was having a, we was having a good be debate chuckling. about it. Won't we was having a ben. good debate about fucking it. Fucking chuckle, Ben. <laughs> Start laughing, Ben. Um, so we was chat, you know, we was on a good debate about it. You know, I was saying why I don't think they're all idiots. He was saying why every one of them is an idiot, that kind of thing. But it wasn't in keeping with what we were talking about. So I chopped that out, and it wasn't because it was offensive or anything like that. It was just that the podcast was two hours long, and it was going. You know, we go on tangents, but this was so far removed from what we. Have were you seen these about. pricks today in Waitrose in London? Oh, I think it was yesterday where they where they lay down on the floor. Fucking bellends! Yeah. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. Oh, shit, they're all there with their with their fucking frappalatti, fucking frappuccinos, all all protesting. Well, they... my daughter my daughter wants to go on one. <laughs> she's six. Uh, oh, sorry, oh she's God, almost, love her. She's almost God, six. love her. Um, so there's a a post that just went on Facebook. My uh, my wife put on. And it, what my, my daughter had to do a project for school, and she was going to do it about her recent trip to the Royal Dahl Museum. But she's been um, hearing all this. She, she watched the, the latest David Attenborough thing on Netflix, and then, which uh, I think talks about climate change a bit. And then she knew there was a program on about climate change, so she wanted to watch that. And now she's trying to tell everyone about climate change. Now, what's really funny is she was trying to tell her best friend at school the other day about oh, this. Oh, God, love her. And she thought, she thought that she was talking about climbing frames, <laughs> which was which was genius. That's um, a Lindsay Branch. That, that isn't. Uh, that, that, that's someone else's daughter said that. So she's a right little, you know, Lindsay and, and, and Alice at the moment are both really kind of getting into being environmentally friendly. They're both going to become vegetarian. Um, absolutely no involvement from me whatsoever. They've just decided. They they just like looked at what's going on and what they can do, and they know that that will have a impact, no matter how small. I don't want to. I don't want to eat meat anymore. You know, you said the other way you don't want to drink anymore. Look where that's got you. Um, I do. The thing is, I do like drinking. I don't like eating meat. Yeah. No, I like eating meat, but I know how catastrophic it is now for the planet. Do you know what I think it is? I honestly think this because I was walking through town earlier and I was going past like a lot of fast food places and everything like that because there's a lot more places that do vegetarian options now than you got a couple of years ago. But still, the big thing is that meat is convenient. You can buy it anywhere, it's quick to cook, it doesn't cost very much money. If I gave you a chicken breast and a block of tofu and I said, All right, make me a meal in 20 minutes. You're going to be able to cook me that bit, bit of chicken and make it like taste quite nice. You will not know what to do with tofu. Juggly. Yeah, yeah, won't cook it. But do you know what I mean? Like the, the thing is, it comes down to convenience, and things are slowly changing now. Where it's becoming, you know, you can now get pre-prepared tofu and uh, other products, and there's meat alternatives and all this kind of stuff. But it comes down to ease and what you can do quickly and, and all this, and that's what it is. You know, still. It's much easier for you to go and buy a hamburger than it is to buy a vegetarian bean burger or something. So that's what you, you do. You've got to break the habit. That's the only way of, of getting out of it. And until that happens more widely, um, you know, meat will still be the thing that most people want to eat. Even if they, you know, even like you, where you know that it's, it's catastrophic for the planet, it's still easier for you to buy a burger. Uh, is, isn't it amazing that like the likes of Linda McCartney was going on about vegetarianism 20 years ago when she died? Yep. And yep. No, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, I, I turned pescatarian, where I do eat a small amount of fish, right? I made that change January 2018, right? Just overnight, I was like, look, I'm seeing what farming is doing to the world and what um, and you're still, dead, doing you're still dead fat aren't you yeah exactly yeah still huge um i lost i lost a little bit of weight thank you but um but the, but the thing is i made that change and it was hard to get out of old habits and the thing is like now like so my son at the moment we're sitting we're talking he has not touched his dinner he's sat oh. down the side he's not touched his dinner now the thing is i had a bit of waffle i'll eat a bit of waffle no problem 
but he will leave nuggets. Now, the the the, the human in me, I don't miss the, the taste of a chicken nugget. I don't miss the taste of a chicken nugget, but I don't like to see food waste. And so normally, if the kids left something to eat after they'd finished eating their dinner, I just go and hoover it up because you know that that's what it's there for. But I don't, I can't do that because I don't eat meat anymore. So it just frustrates me. But oh, what song yeah. is this? Hang on, I can't hear it. Oh, hold on, let me get a bit closer. Get a bit closer. Come on, listeners, come with me on a journey. Stay there. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Oh no, hang on. Please. It is. John Sicarda. Oh, Jackpot. This, the story behind this, right, Ooh. is I, I went abroad in 1992 yep. for the first time in my life. And I got off with a girl, a Spanish girl, who was part of the youth exchange oh, programme called never be the Martha. Same. And we flew into whatever the airport is near Valencia. Yep. And it was a youth exchange program. And we were treated to um, touring all the local towns. And every town gave us a civic reception. It was amazing. And one of the girls running this youth exchange was a girl called Martha. And she was the translator, basically. And I fancied her. I this is my first time abroad, first time away from the family, first time of everything, right? Yep. And one night in whatever town we were in, I bought a single rose off one of the men, and I presented this this Martha with this rose, and she told me you only accept the rose if you're interested, and she accepted the rose, and we sucked each other's faces off. We never made love, we never heavy petted, we never did anything. She was just wonderful. Right? That was we, enough then. That was enough at that time. Yeah, it was. And Christmas of ninety two, I was going um my family at the time, who I don't speak to now, give me money towards a flight to Spain. And my intention was I was going to go over to Martha, back over to Martha, and I was going to see her, and I was never going to come home again. I didn't tell my family that. Oh, who's that? Is that my... my? Oh, yeah. There's some of my family coming home. Oh. Decided to come uh, back, have they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decided to come home. Why is Mummy not coming in? She's going to McDonald's. All right, okay. She's going. Craig's now going to get a veggie wrap from McDonald's because oh. I'm talking about vegetarianism. Why is Mummy still just sitting there in the car? She needs a pace. Where's a pace? There you go. There's a pace. Um, so I um, was going back to Martha. Yeah. And I was going to be Spanish. I all intense. I I made a mixtape, right? <laughs> I made a mixtape for Martha and I sent it out to Spain. And one of the songs on it, this is what done me, this is what killed me, was from the Beatles. Uh, the White Album. Yep. Martha, the song by the Beatles. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Martha, my dear, the one. It's a song about Paul McCartney's sheepdog. <laughs> Didn't know that. Apparently, Martha knew that. So, um, now, my wife, Kerry, was on the scene at that time. She was, right, Kerry was a student in Hope in Liverpool. My mother was a mature student in Hope. She was in her 40s, but Kerry obviously wasn't. She was in her very early 20s. Talking about her son, I had obviously seen Kerry in here and there and everywhere, picking up my mother from from university and stuff. And my mother was telling her about Craig and his situation going on. And uh, only a few months later, when basically Martha stopped writing to me, and I didn't buy the, the tickets because I would have been I would have been Spanish now. I would have looked like David Dickinson. 
I would have had golden teeth and I'd have been Spanish. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, I'm saying nothing. That didn't happen. Kerry was like, oh, all right, okay. He's going to Spain. A few months later, my mother has a 40th birthday party. Kerry turns up to my 40th birthday party with her boyfriend, who she finishes a few days later. And me and her eventually, a few weeks later, get together. Mm. And that is all from John Sakata. John Sakata. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Well, I've not been drinking. Um, yeah, I mean, that used to be a karaoke staple for me. I absolutely love that song. Oh. And it's one of those songs that I didn't really... I, I kind of missed when it first came out. So it didn't... Like, when you're talking about it there, you're talking about when it, it was in the charts and stuff. Yeah. I didn't really pay attention to it till like, probably about 10 years after. But... Yeah. It's a, bit, it's a bit like Boys of Summer, actually. Like I didn't actually hear that song until like the mid '90s, when it got re-released again. Yeah, I, I never knew it existed. Um, so some songs I'm a little bit late to the uh, the world to, but uh, yeah, cracking song, and that's a great story as well. Oh, it's 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 unbelievable because that that's that's how me and Byway got together. But see, the thing is, like that there, that whole situation is, to me, an example of how I think the world works. Now, we know you're a Catholic boy, good Catholic boy, yeah. and, you know, you believe in uh, a divine being up above. I don't believe in that. Well, um, let, me, let, me tell me, let me tell me story about being a Catholic. You never I, told it on here before? No, no, no. Okay. So, I was raised Church of England. Yeah. Right? I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know this. I know the story, but, yeah. Now, Kerry is Catholic. My granddad, who was my hero, James Mansfield, right, uh, was a Catholic boy. And he married my nan, Winifred Mansfield, Winifred Smallbone, right? And all their children, all six daughters, my mother and five aunties were all raised Church of England. I was a choir boy in Church of England. I not wasn't interested in church as you do you fall out of love with church and whatever you're not interested and then when I met Kerry um, I used to sleep over at Kerry's and, and then on a Sunday morning I used to go to church again and when I found out my grandfather and his ancestry was Catholic I felt I need to do something here so I took the, the, took the, the religious course to become a Catholic. This is after I was married to Kerry. So we had a, a Catholic wedding, but I was Church of England at the time, 98. I become a Catholic in about 2000 and... Oh, what time? What? It might have been 2007. Because, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Because we fell out with my, my, my mother and father. And that's how I'll refer to them, because they're not my mum and dad, they're my mother and father. Um because they wanted me to choose between my wife and them. So, therefore, the manager's over at that point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't invite them to become a Catholic. On the night I got my superpowers and I become a Catholic, <laughs> they weren't there. And I only told them a year later. And on the night my father threw us out of the house. Um, he shouted after me, and I'll remember this, it burned into my brain. Uh, why don't you change your name like you did your fucking religion? Right? Because, and little did he know, one of my heroes is John Lennon. Right? And when he met the love of his life, Yoko Ono. Such a scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? Yours is probably that fella who lifted the World Cup for, for right? But yep, yep. when um, John Lennon, when he met Yoko, Yoko Ono, he cha- his name was John Winston after Churchill Lennon, right? He yep. changed his name by default to John Ono Lennon when he got married. So I said to Kerry, I'm going to change my name. 
I think this is big enough. My love for you is big enough that I'm going to change my name because I always thought my name was Craig Ian Lucas, and that's the name of the the cunt that fathered me, right? But it wasn't. That wasn't his name. That wasn't my name. I was only christened that, which is bullshit, which is fake. It's not real, right? It wasn't on my birth certificate. So my name is oh, okay. my name is Craig Lucas. I wanna know right now. So I was gonna change my name to Craig Whitehead Lucas, which is Kerry's name. Kerry Kerry right. Whitehead. Just to, to tell her and show her the ultimate love. It's not a tattoo, but it's a name change. And I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And the only reason I didn't do it was because I needed to change my bank accounts, my driving license, my passport, fucking everything. But it was apt because it was at the exact same time that as we were walking out of their house, he shouted, why don't you change your fucking name like you change your religion? And I mean, were were your parents quite religious or was that just... The Church of England, and they were religious. I remember going to Anfield as a child. Anfield, the... right? I know that is. I know some people class that as a church, but it's not actually. It a is church. a fucking church in our bed. But <laughs> we went to watch Billy Graham, superstar Billy Graham, the wrestler. No, no, the um, the the church person from America, the preacher. Oh God, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the uh, uh, um, evangelical. Evangelical. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, I've got I've got limited proof of this that my my parents were swingers. Okay. Boom! I'm fucking. But... Well, I mean, it, it wasn't what I was expecting, but okay. exactly. And um, they were involved in the church in some way. However, they were also swingers, and I I know that from various people who've told me from various friendships that got splintered and broken because of it. Um, I don't want anything to do with them. They are horrible, horrible creatures. I suspect you have a similar thing with your parents. Me and you are two peas from the same pod. We're not different pods. We're in the same fucking pod. Yeah, it's, it's it, like, I think the the thing that I I learned the most when we went to Orlando together is when we was talking about the nitty gritty, when we was talking about this kind of stuff and actually how, um, you know, we've, we've got a similar situation because I don't talk to my parents either. Um, you know, we're both orphans, um, effectively. And, uh, I mean, I, I do have the odd bit of communication with mine, but it's very fleeting and I didn't even respond to the last email. I don't think I told you about this, but... I got an email that um, was basically... The first email was quite polite. The second email was blaming my wife for a load of stuff, which was actually bullshit. And I was just like, I can see nothing here has, has changed at all. Like, my wife... My, my wife! Was, uh, was at one point, you know, a decent person in their eyes. Uh, and then she became the devil. And, you know, they said to me that she was going to... You know, if I... Um, you know, if I didn't do what she wanted to do, she'd take the kids away from me and everything like that. My wife is an absolute saint. Like, yeah. I, and that's not that's not because she's got me under some kind of spell. No, no, same I'm, as my wife. I'm, 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 my I'm a shit wife. husband compared to how she is as a wife and a mother. Yes. Um, she's she's amazing, and same she's always wife. told me. Yeah. Well, they let's go to Orlando. Um, but you know, she's she's told me numerous times if you want to go and see them, if you want to have contact with them. I'm not going to stop you. I just will not have anything to do with them and I don't want the kids to have anything to do with them. And that's it. She's never turned around and said that she would stop me doing it. She knows that sometimes certain things might get me a little bit down or whatever. She's never ever been the roadblock. I'm the roadblock. I'm the one that ultimately makes the decision uh-huh. if I, I want to speak I to you. Just come on. You can't even script this. Go on. I'm going to, listener, come with us. As Nick spills his guts. And 
Please meet you. You couldn't script um, it because everything you've said is the same for me. Yeah, my wife is is just so amazingly beautiful. She used to make us go down of a Friday to visit them. I never wanted to go because of my youth, because of my upbringing, because of what I knew about them. Yeah. She used to make me go. And when they fucking... They didn't realise that. When they realised... You know, when they fucking made us choose or made me choose, there was no fucking argument. No. No. They, some people can just be, like, really funny. And like you, we had splintered relationships in the family and friendships that I lost uh, because of it. And a lot of those have been repaired. I know, but at the same time, there are also people that will completely ignore me now because of what they've told them about how they view the situation. Like our views of what happened the night that we stopped talking are very different. Yeah. Um, Interpretation. Well, I mean, the thing is, there isn't, for me, there isn't any interpretation. I'm completely honest and open. Yeah. When I talked about the situation, I would talk about where I was wrong. Please where I you. did things wrong. Hope you guessed <laughs> my name. <laughs> but, but where, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would always be completely honest. And even though some of what I said would make me out to be a bit of a bastard, it was true. And at the end of the day, I'd rather people understand the way I did things and what I did because of them really um, as well as being honest about them they obviously can't do that they still deny that things were said yeah. that were said and yet it's like they're, it's almost like they're trying to convince me they weren't said and that she's feeding you know my wife is feeding me lies except for I heard them myself she's not feeding me any lies I heard it yeah. so it's just complete denial but regardless so what I learned when we went away is, is that we have that, you know, very similar things. Yeah. You know, there are things we have in common and things that we, we don't have so much in common, but there is, we've got quite a bit of common ground. I think that's why we get on like we do. And this, I mean, this 10 minute episode has been quite incredible. Oh, I can't believe how much we've, we've got into a 10 minute conversation on your bench, to it's be honest. fucking beautiful, Neat. <laughs> this, this might be the episode that brings my bench to a million downloads instead of the usual 30 it should it should be nominated at the sony uh awards yeah for uh you know best in podcast or whatever the category is in my opinion not just because i'm on it but just because of uh the the honesty and the discussion and the the badly played music in the background you know it all uh it all uh comes into play um my son's now in a little bit of food, so that's good. He's not touched the waffles yet, but he's in the nuggets, so that's good. That's a start. Um, yeah, I don't even know where he's going. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know why we've managed to be as lucky as we have with our partners, um, how understanding they are. Um, I know I've got, like, issues. You think it's because I'm autistic, um, and you're probably right. I think my wife also thinks that. A little bit. I can't get a diagnosis because um, in where I live, um, they don't have the um, ability or the resources to actually um, let someone be tested as an adult. Um, so I'll never know the answer to that story. But I've definitely got some in, some impairments, which probably and it's not it's not a good enough excuse. Don't get me wrong. I can't use that excuse, but it certainly would explain why. I don't do things in a way that I would like to. We're all autistic. Yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all, yeah, we're all on that spectrum. I mean, I did do, there's um, the NHS do a test you're supposed to take before you go and speak to a doctor. Um, and it's, it's a very basic test. It's like 10 questions and you have to mark, you know, your response on a scale, um, mm. depending on how you think that question relates to you and stuff like that. And, um, I did the test and it said like if you score six or more ring the fucking room. doorbell oh it's my wife it's like you know what it is it's like Noel's house party <laughs> but shit up shut up you flip now don't don't uh, I didn't call him Mr Blobby hi my wife because I've had a little bit of whiskey and I'm recording a podcast with me are you ready hi Carrie. and it said oh she's shocked oh she's angry I'm not surprised Stop recording podcasts. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I failed the test or I passed the test, whichever way you want to look at it. But um, yeah, they won't actually um, assess me, so that was a waste of time. So did all, but so did all assess you? No, no, not where I live. What? I have to go private if I want to do it. So now you've gone to McDonald's, my love. What are we having from the chippy? I don't know, whatever you're welcome to get. Thank you. I'm, I... <laughs> <laughs> K-Times. K-Times in the house. Right? Well, not yet. What's the problem? Right, like, I think we're going to have to end this episode now, because it's still a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is home, and she's angry. She's pissed. Little does she know that I've spoke of my love for her. Yeah, she'll have to listen to this episode back when it's published. This, well, she won't. But this was a 10 right. minute episode and it's been 60 minutes. Jesus. The thing that burns me head out is I'm going to listen to this while I'm walking to the chippy because I can't drive because I'm pissed. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, Ugh. end it for me. Say, cue, cue that music. No, we don't say that White on this boy. one. Oh, what do we say? Get off my bench. Oh, oh we seem to say, yeah, of course we do. Yeah, yeah, Get off my bench. What the- This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.